1: Thanks for joining us for the PHNX Suns post game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five star review. We are celebrating, and the sexy sax is coming up here in just a second because the Phoenix Suns. Defeat the Timberwolves 107 to 100.
2: You're a little preemptive with your sax attack, okay? There's a little rhythm and flow that goes through this. Yeah, I said it's coming you gotta up. You got to know how it goes. It's coming and up. And it's coming right now. <laughs> Every time Esper does that, I always want to just show off my shirt. Says, Lord, help me out here in these streets. You know you love it, so You know you love
1: it. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm just happy we're winning games again.
2: Oh, man. i so was, happy. That was like, uh, it wasn't a comfortable game.
1: It wasn't. It wasn't the ideal debut for Kevin no. Durant in Phoenix. But no. a win is a win, and I'm not going to complain about that.
2: No, not at all. Hey, this is a big win, too, because it separated <laughs> basically, excuse me, uh, them from from the, the Timberwolves. It uh, created some distance there um put them back on top in the standings and uh, holding on to that fourth spot cuz man it feels like everybody's coming right now so you can you can say it it separated the men from the
3: boys suck it timber pops <laughs>
1: I mean, you got to give the Timberwolves a little bit of credit. Nope. They didn't make this game no. a little bit interesting. See, with but the they, they they played. made
2: it interesting because the Suns were not hitting shots. They and played wide, decent
1: defense as well. Wide
2: open shots. The Suns did like, miss
1: a lot of wide, wide open, open shots. Shot.
2: Like Kevin Durant will probably never play like that again.
1: So that was the one, that was like the major bummer of tonight's game is that we there was so much buildup to Katie's debut the first time around, let alone the second time around. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I wonder if he felt some type of way, if there were nerves, if he wanted to put on a show or what, because that's not your typical Kevin Durant basketball. And you mm-hmm. can say there was some rust to shake off, but he wasn't that rusty when he first came back from injury with the yeah, sons the first time it's, around. It's,
2: yeah. But it's, it's all about rhythm and it's all about how, how you're feeling going into like, you can't, you can't compare his first three games versus this three games because, like, he didn't. It wasn't even a game time injury that he got. You know, he he sprained his ankle, so it, it it can mess with your head a little bit. Plus, he knew how much it meant to the to the fans for him to play in game number one. Yeah, turns his ankle, and now he comes back. I'm I'm sure when he came out for warm-ups, he was like, "God help me, <laughs> please, yeah, please don't let saying. anything bad happen." So it was a weird. Especially for the fan base, I don't know how you guys felt, but I felt like everybody was like, I'm not going to get too excited. Let's just get past the warm-ups first, which is the weirdest fucking sentence I've ever said in a basketball uh, sense. <laughs> but, like, let's get past the warm-ups, and then I can be, like, hyped for this game, and, and here we I mean, are. I
3: walked into your office, and I said this, basically the same thing. I'm like, I'm not getting excited for this. Like, I'm not I'm not going to get my hopes up. And I think that helped me because I, you know, at one point, I think Lindsay turned to us and said, if we lose, people are going to lose their mind tonight. And mm-hmm. I go, eh, it's Katie's first game, and it's, it's rust. I like, so I think that lowered expectation uh, helped. So well,
2: uh, well, and people in the chat are yeah. saying that Kevin Durant did say he was, he was a little nervous, a little anxious for today's game. And um, I wonder when the last time he really felt that was.
1: I wonder if it's just been so long since he's felt welcomed or loved by a fan base. I don't know. Is that too far?
2: I think that's too Cause, far.
3: Because, like,
1: why would he be nervous about this game and not others, though? I,
3: I think the injury. I think you you hit the nail on the head. He knew that everybody was disappointed the first time he came out here in Phoenix thinking they were going to see him, and he turned the ankle. I think that could make you a little anxious because you, you feel like you let the, these people down the first time, and you want give to them, give them a show when you're coming out.
2: Here. I think he's gotten love at every city he's he's— gotten to the first, you know, the first week, the first game, like probably no different, but there is something a little bit different about Phoenix and we all know what it is. It's the fact that this is a championship starved franchise, a lot of people have a lot of high hopes on Kevin Durant and his ability to lead the Suns to the promised land. So I think I think there's just he, he he's a basketball junkie. He knows what's in, in in stake, you know, on stake, at stake, at stake, God dang. <laughs> on stake. <laughs> on stake. <laughs> you know, I do it all the time. One, oh, God, you you know? And so, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think he could sense that from the crowd for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, either way, I'm glad that that one's out of the way. And as the chat's also mentioning, you know, he did look a lot better in the second half Mm -hmm. than he did in the first half. I think, so this was an interesting little stat that Kellen Olsen pulled from StatHead. They said that first half was just the 12th of Kevin Durant's 982-game career where he shot 15% or worse. He was one of eight, which is 12.5% in the first half. He did turn things around in the second half. Of course, he finished with sixteen points tonight, five of eighteen total from the field, two of four from deep. So he did kind of like figure it out. Maybe it was the changing of the shoes at halftime that maybe helped <laughs> a little bit as well. He went from black and white to like a pinkish kind of color. Maybe yeah. orange. I don't know. It I looked mean, pinkish he, to me.
3: He contributed though with the on the boards, with the assists and everything. Like I like that they had to win an ugly game. Yeah. Because there's a good chance that a lot of those games you play in the playoffs are going to be ugly games, that mm-hmm. somebody may have an off night because of good defense and you're going to have to fight through that and figure out a way to win. And they did that against a Minnesota team tonight that had been uh, on a run that has pretty much everything on the line for them. And uh, and I like what I saw. I mean, because you know, like you guys are saying, Katie isn't going to do this again. Right. This is not Kevin... Uh, a typical Kevin Durant night, and he still found a way to win. And I mean, it wasn't really a typical book night yeah, either. Yeah. Missed free throws. Missed. Uh, missed ten of his uh, of his eighteen shots. Like, I-, I think I think this was about as ugly a- as it as it can get with those two guys, and you still won. I think
2: mm-hmm. it was great because at least the starting <laughs> five, um, they all contributed in a variety of different ways which kind of counteracted a little bit of mm-hmm. what Book and KD were losing. Um, the bench, that bench was yeah, it was, yeah, there was not much to write. To, outside of too campaign. Yeah. yeah, outside of campaign. I, there wasn't too much to write home about with the bench. But um, but it, it was a just, total team effort. And yeah. defensively, I will say, defensively, I did think that this was one of their better games of the season. Um, they let Cat shoot quite a bit from the perimeter, which is, hey, you know, I, I, I'm okay with that. Um, he hit four. And then they then they switched up their defenses and um, came at him with different attacks, double teams, switched it up like. So I like their 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 tenacity, their their energy, really on defense uh, to really combat what the T Bulls are doing.
3: Yeah, if I had told you before the game, one team was going to have eight blocks, the other team was going to have four. You, I, I, I bet <laughs> most of us would have said, yeah, Minnesota's yeah. going to have eight blocks. Yeah. I mean, you got Go Bear, you got Cat, you got a big lineup. And if not, it was the Suns that came out uh, and dominated on that front. And, you know, steals. I mean, hell, Devin Booker had four steals tonight. You know, they they came out and defense was uh, was a main priority for this team. And it's good to see because we have not seen that as of late. They locked down on that front, too. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Um, One thing from the chat, though, that I thought was really cute that we needed to bring up as far as Kevin Durant before we move on from... Mm -hmm. Talking about the debut was uh, what Monty had said to him when he was kind of getting down on himself, right? Yes. I don't know if that was in the second quarter or the third quarter. So I, I think, think he it was came the out quarter. at halftime, right? it was
3: the second quarter, yeah.
1: Katie was a little, he was in his feels a little bit about just, he felt like he was letting people down with his missed shots. And you could tell by his body language and him shaking his head. And he walked over to Monty and Monty said, Hey, greatness doesn't shake their heads. Like it happens, you're good. And I really liked that moment that Monty knew that he was getting on himself for missing the shots and was just like, that's not who you are. Yeah. You're fine.
3: I'm gonna just say that to you anytime you get embarrassed by us and you start shaking your head. I'm just saying, <laughs> greatness doesn't shake your head. I, I like though Monty Monty gets, you know, we give Monty a bad rap a lot of times, but if there is one thing that Monty does well, it's motivating guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's never been anything that you question. And I like that even a guy like a Kevin Durant can have that down moment and he's there to to say that, to remind him, hey, you're still Kevin Durant. Like, yeah. and, and that's such a human thing, right? To to have a, have a night like that to start for Kevin Durant. And even he's he gets down on himself. And I like mm-hmm. that Monty picked him up there. Yeah.
2: yeah, I thought I thought, you know, you're right. We do give Monty a lot of flack on this show. Uh, and we call him Mr. Freeze, and we don't like his timeouts, and we don't like his substitution patterns. Um, And sometimes it's deserved. I will say in this game, I thought he did call timeouts. I thought that his rotations, I liked him. I didn't hate him. Um, I liked the fact that when guys, when you could tell guys were not on their game, he didn't give them as many minutes, Mm -hmm. kind of shortened that up a little bit. You can kind of get a glimpse on what the playoff rotation might be because it seems like, Today was the first time, now that KD is back, obviously, where we shrunk up a little bit of that. And uh, KD overall, like, listen, I think this is a, it was a, probably a below average performance from KD standards. Yeah. But again, the biggest takeaway is this is a top six, seven, eight team in the league uh, in the Western Conference. They're a good team. Like, they have some, they got some dudes on that squad, especially in Anthony Edwards. Um, And the Suns found a way to win and win relatively easily down the stretch
1: mm-hmm. okay let's zoom out now that we talked about kevin durant and his debut
2: you want to talk about the nuggies
1: actually talk about the game oh okay all right let's look in the box espo oh uh, what's in the box you, give me the what's box. in the fucking
3: box me the- a boo of a win but it's still beautiful even in its ugliness 107 100 win for your son's Free throws. Well, this tells a big story. We've bitched and moaned about free throws a lot this year. Well, the Suns got to the line 27 times tonight, making 21 of them. The Timberwolves only got there 12 times, making only eight of them. So that's a big reason for tonight's win as you get a uh, 13-made free throw differential there. Points in the paint. You would think that Minnesota with their big boys would have handled this, but tonight it was the Phoenix Suns paint. They had 54 points to 44 from the Timberwolves, and as we mentioned earlier, eight blocks for the Suns, four for the Timberwolves, and DeAndre Ayton coming up big in that block category two with three tonight, and that's how you get a 107-100
2: victory. I thought uh, DA's defense in the fourth quarter, especially down down the stretch in the last Uh, The last stretch, I thought it was good. I thought as a team, I thought Kevin Durant, despite the fact that he was not shooting well on the defense or on the offensive end, was playing good defense on the other end. Um, And I just thought as a team, this is one of their best performances on the defensive end as a whole. Those numbers, listen, we talked a lot about uh, the, the Suns' ability to get out of position, bad technique, bad footwork, and it led to a lot of fouls, a lot of reaching in. Tonight... They looked like they were in front of guys. The only the only beef I have is basically with the refs for both teams. And I don't know what is a set screen anymore because it looked like on multiple <laughs> occasions, both DA and Biz and shit, I think even Cat yes. on the other end had position and still got called because the other guys didn't see him coming and, and flailed. And I was like, bro, I, they were in perfect position. So outside of that, I thought the refs had a good game. I didn't think that there were any egregiously missed calls, and overall, a good performance.
3: Yeah, I think what, what the box score shows tonight is the little things had an impact. A, a, easy points at the free throw line, even though they still missed more than they should have. I, you know That was a big point in this, and then obviously getting to the bucket and getting scoring in close. I mean, that's, that's something this team's going to have to continue to do, and, and in part why they had... So many free throws. And then defense is is going to be key in games when your offense is in, isn't peak. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I am a little concerned because uh, somebody did point it out in the chat. KD and Jock did have a little bit of something going uh, with, with each other. I wonder if Jock's going to get some, some run here soon because as much as I like busy on the defensive end, offensively, you could see some of the shortcomings. He missed a, a couple bunnies. Mm-hmm. Um, should have dunked one. We say that all the time about you-know-who. <laughs> and um, and it, when it's such a tight game, you can't afford to miss those opportunities. Also, when it's a tight game, uh, Devin Booker's got to hit free throws, and I'm yeah. glad he was yelling at him. He was cussing <laughs> at himself yes. for missing that third one because he knows that should never, ever
1: happen. So two points on that. I think you could make the argument that same as with the other night, busy getting the nod before Jock could be matchup related Mm. because the Timberwolves are so big. So I think we'll give it a couple more games and see if this seems to be the running theme when it's not something that you could point to and be like, oh, that's clearly matchup related and see kind of what's going on there. And then from the free throw perspective, I agree, Book can't be missing free throws like he has been a little bit lately. He was 12 of 15 from the charity stripe, but this little nugget I found interesting. Um, Devin has now now has at least eight free throw attempts in six straight games. And a lot of that is like you were talking about, Espo, like putting your head down and getting to the basket. And that's going to be a huge thing. We talked about that earlier this year. Like nobody drives to the basket like that really with the Suns team. And Devin's been doing it quite a bit lately. And I think that's going to be really valuable for them.
3: Yeah, definitely. And they're going to have to do it again on Friday. I mean, they're playing a a tough Denver team that you're going to have to get to the free throw line because, you know, Jokic uh, and Jamal Murray will pull that off. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if Jock gets minutes uh, in that game uh, at all, or if they go with the more defensive minded uh, Bismack. Uh, I think it's just a matchup dependent thing Mm -hmm. right now, but I will say this busy gives you something on that defensive end that Jock doesn't. And the trade off obviously is on the offensive end. But tonight, that defense, uh, and, and in particular those blocks, were contagious. So it was important to have him out there this evening. So, I, I again, I think when Monty talks about nine-and-a-half guys in his rotation, that half is whether Bismack or Jock plays. Both of those guys will find their way into, into this rotation at some
2: point. It's, it's funny. This year feels like, <clears throat> to me... Devin Booker's worst year from the free throw line just because he just seems like he was been so automatic. It's not, it's not even close. Uh, <laughs> his first two years were his worst, 84 uh, yeah. and 83%. Makes sense. This year is his, his third worst. It, it is his third worst, but he's still shooting 85%. So I think it's, it's just when they're coming right mm-hmm. now. I, you know, I, I think, listen, I've never seen Devin Booker miss two free throws in a row ever. And he's done that a couple times this year. And I'm like, Bro, what is going on with you? You know, and I could I I just hope that it doesn't start to get in his head. I don't think it's gonna be because he already he hit like four in a row after he missed that last one.
1: Well, and it's just to the point too where it's like, look at the ridiculously wild shots you make. Like he made one tonight where he was literally behind the basket. Yeah. Right? You make wild shots like that on a regular basis, but you you miss free throws.
3: Okay. Like, it look, what it How does well, it
1: make any sense?
3: I think I think, too, it's so we have <laughs> such a magnifying glass on free throws. Yeah. How many times they're getting to the line or not. So when he misses them, I think we're just more hyper aware of it because we're more hyper aware of how many opportunities compared to their opponents. They're getting on the free throw
1: line. Yeah, so. that makes sense. OK, we have a couple super chats here and I'm trying to get to hold on. Uh, the first one from Devin. Devin, thank you so much for your super chat. I said, I'm late to the chat, but saw with a fire call on first basket thank being you. a DA dunk, thank regardless you. of who lobbed it. Thanks for helping me turn $5 into right. a cool hundo. First drinks goes. on me at the next event. Let's
3: go. Let Devin, Devin yeah. I'm
1: glad. I'm really happy for you. Yeah, uh, Devin, that, you did way better than we did over here. That's for sure. Devin,
2: I appreciate you taking my... my... My unsolicited advice and I mean I did call that it would be an alley oop dunk by DA. I said it was gonna be from KD, it came from Booker. Either way, I'll take it.
3: I'll give you I'll give you credit for that. And I was saying how cool would it be if not just being able to pick the first person to make the basket, but how, how they, they do make it oh, yeah. at at plus even more yeah. plus odds. I been mean, right
1: on. To be fair, KD did take the first shot. He just didn't make it This is true, shot, he so did. But it doesn't count. <laughs> And it also, as much as you said that's what was going to happen, you didn't put your money down on I that. Did not. You picked an eight leg parlay. I'm pretty sure I had a six leg or a five leg parlay. Mm-hmm. And then Espo, you had a margin win. None of and ideas. all three of us sucked. Screw we all you, cat.
3: <laughs> you cost me my freaking. Ah.
1: I know, super bummer. But I it did it. make
3: the last minute of that game a hell of a it lot more fun. It made that
1: last minute way more fun <laughs> because we were all uh, Saul and I were rooting against Espo. Espo was rooting for the margin to hit, of course. And then I had ESPN pulled up on my computer, so I knew ahead of time because Espo was just watching the show or the the game on TV. It was hilarious. Yeah, was fantastic screaming. last minute of that game. It was fun. But if you guys want to get in on the action and you have not signed up for BetMGM yet, make sure you sign up and use the bonus code PHNX and you'll get up to a $1,000 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. So all you have to do is download the BetMGM app, sign up using the bonus code PHNX, deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to 1,000 in bonus bets if your bet loses. Just make sure you use that bonus code, PHNX, when you sign up. And to tip things off with this partnership, we are doing a massive watch party this upcoming Saturday, April 1st at 2 p.m. at the Bet MGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. So come join us. Watch the last stages of college basketball play out. They're going to have food and beverage specials, giveaways, They've got massive TVs to watch the game on. And if you register at the sportsbook this Saturday and place your first bet with that promo code PHNX, when you sign up, you'll receive a PHNX shirt. You just got to talk
0: to wager. Visit-
1: so Okay, now listen to Shane.
3: They're not in alphabetical order. You got to read all those states, (laughs) and they're all over the board.
1: Uh, You know what drives me nuts? Us? Yes, that. (laughs) And when you don't have snacks for a road trip. Yes. Ha- not having snacks for a road trip is probably That's one so of like the biggest pet peeves ever.
2: Are we on the road right now? <laughs> on the road?
1: Well, we're we're going to be on the road to Glendale on Saturday to go to the watch party. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm you know damn well I'm stopping at Circle K, I'm thinking of well, a snack. Yeah, you for know
2: that damn trip. well Lindsay is bougie as hell when she says <laughs> going to Glendale is a road trip. Yeah, dang.
1: Well, I know <laughs> she, she lives halfway
3: there. Yeah, to I, no, I know
1: we're going on a road <laughs> trip. Right. So you She's should just stop around at the Circle block. K and you should get your. Sell <laughs> some snacks for the road trip. They've got Red <laughs> Bull. They've got Monsters. Those will help keep you guys awake all day, all kinds of energy. They've got iced coffee. The Polar Pops, they stay longer or stay colder longer. So make sure you're not missing out on all heard, this great stuff.
2: I heard you can get uh, like a, a drink. Like you can uh, pay every month for like a yes. drink thing. I
3: was yes. just going right? to bring that up. I'm yes. thinking about doing it. It's like 12 bucks and you can get one drink a day.
1: Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's actually, I see it all the time on the screens when I go yeah. into Circle K. I they always coffee have
2: coffee or, or, or soda? Or
1: a yeah. Polar Pop or Gatorade. They've got tea, wow. all the things. Wow. 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 So head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. All right, our next super chat is from James Johnson. Thank you, James. JJ. They said, Monty, the king of beepers. The damn ball, especially under two (laughs) minutes. Thank goodness for JO. I'm JJ, the (laughs) king of
2: beepers. You remember that, Lynn? She's too young. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. What was the super chat again? Yeah, I'm sorry. What is the super chat again?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Saul said that, and I could (laughs) knock it. JJ, king of (laughs) beepers, out of my head. Can you read it again? JJ said, (laughs) Imani, get KD the damn ball, especially under two minutes. Thank goodness for J.O. Oh, okay. And that leads us in to handing out some flowers. Yeah. We're going to hand out some flowers to Joshua Akogi because, like J.J. had mentioned, Joshua Kogi had some really big energy plays late in this game that were so much fun to watch. But beyond that, he brought the energy this whole game. And he finished tonight with – oh, I lost the stats. So, Emma, (laughs) go ahead and put the stats up there. (laughs) (laughs) Ten
2: points, nine rebounds, two steals, and a bunch of hustle plays because J.O. is the dog. Yeah, he had that big D energy tonight, big dunk energy. (laughs) It looked like
3: all his baskets came off dunks. He almost had that one putback there at the end, too, that he came out of nowhere, almost slammed it home. But, look – uh, the flower father tonight, uh, Josh Akogi, uh, was spectacular. The stats don't tell the whole story. His defense tonight, I mean, he was matched up against Cat a mm-hmm. bunch tonight, and he gives up a significant amount of size, but played great defense. Uh, I had a buddy of mine text me and go, Is there, name three scarier wing defenders in the NBA than Josh Akoge? I'll wait. And I was like, He's one of those guys. Like, he's just that good. Uh, defensively when he's locked in like he was tonight. So hats off to you.
1: Yeah. I love what Josh, Josh was such an easy guy to root for too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I also think he probably felt really good having Kevin Durant and book all out there again, Mm -hmm. kind of back to that OG starting five. Now that once Katie was playing that we were kind of all anticipating. So it was really good to see him have a pretty solid game tonight, but He's not the only person that we're going to hand out flowers to. Alex sent us a super chat. Thank you, Alec. And said flowers for CP three. Now, to be honest with you, Alec, we went back and forth Mm because at first we had Chris Paul as our player of the game, the Flower Father, as Espo called it, which actually I really do love. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. We could get
3: a little uh, Godfather-esque music that we play. Devin said
1: Flower Father is
3: a goat-level
1: nickname. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you guys think of the chat? Do you like Flower Father? I like that. I'm not mad at it. I actually really love like
2: it. Flower Father.
1: Let me write it down before I forget. Uh, okay, so our we, we did go back and forth on whether Josh Okogie or Chris Paul was going to be the Flower Father for tonight. Originally, we had picked Chris Paul because – It's not often that we get to give Chris Paul a ton of love for everything he's Mm -hmm. done throughout the game. But then that last minute, like, breakaway missed layup for Chris Paul was like, ugh, that wasn't pretty to end on. But Chris Paul played solid defense all game long.
2: To be clear, that's not why we took it away from him. It was more because of what Kogi did um, to overcome him. But, uh, yes, Chris Paul, like, tonight, it looked like he had a lot more energy. Um, His hands were super active, and Eddie, Eddie had pointed that out. Um, on the broadcast multiple times he's just his IQ is second to none like that's never been a debate Um, and that's why he's been able to stick around the league for as long as he has he just knows when to do what he needs to do Um, and defensively tonight he was a pest he was a pest it looks like he's fouling every single time but he's not touching you at all it's a it's a it's, like, part of the sweet science of playing defense. It's an illusion. Yeah.
3: Uh, look, I if we get that Chris Paul in the playoffs, like, that's what you need. Solid defense. It was, was good enough on offense, you know, tonight. Nothing overly special. Had the 19 points. Had six assists. But the two steals, he was forcing, uh, you know, forcing the issue on the defensive end. I, that's what I want to see from Chris Paul. <laughs> Uh, to really help this team win
1: yeah so in the chat um where did it go shoot now i can't find it oh eldon said CP 3 played with 27 year old energy tonight yeah and i like that <laughs> i mean you're not gonna get i don't think you're gonna get this chris paul every single night no you're just not you're just you know hoping I mean? you
2: get it when, when it's necessary, nest- yeah,
1: especially and especially the games when you really need it.
2: Bro, Wait, if, if, I, if there's an
1: off night for some of our main guys and you need Chris Paul to step in and be that guy, that's when you really if want it. I him.
2: see second round Chris Paul from games three, four, uh, six, and seven, like I I will lose it. I will lose it. Like <laughs> the Suns and this team doesn't deserve that. They just don't. So the biggest lesson for Chris Paul is if he's not feeling it those nights, he's gotta to try to speak up a little bit and say, Mine, I'm just I don't know what's going on. I'm just off. Like yeah. and get and get somebody else, like campaign in a few extra minutes or something like that. Now that they have KD and book, you don't rely as heavily on CP3, which makes it much, much easier to swallow if he has a down night. Um, all he has to do is manage the game. And he did a good job of doing that tonight. And surprisingly enough, he didn't even have over, I think he had five assists tonight.
1: Um, six? Six. six and I was really upset about yeah, it.
2: Because we both needed him to have it over eight. And he usually has over eight, but yeah, this is one of those things.
3: Yeah, look, most nights I need ten assists and good defense from Chris Paul. Make a few of those open shots that you're gonna find yourself with thanks to Katie and Book. You know, like that's that's what I'm going to need in a playoff run with him. There may be a game or two that he has to be the you know, the number two guy offensively because they take away somebody and hopefully he can step up in those moments.
1: Okay, so um, Will said, I feel like it's been a while since CP3 had that many points. You know what's crazy is that while I understand that it might feel that way.
2: Uh, He's been averaging like 14 a game.
1: Yeah, so today's the 29th, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so tonight he had 19. And then... It was nine, 13, 15, 18, 14, 16, 11, 11, and 16. So, in his last 10. So, it's the most he's had in his last 10 games, but he has had a couple of 16 point games. He had an 18 point game, and then his assists have been anywhere between four and 16 throughout that stretch as well. Mm. But he's only had under eight assists one, two, three, four times in the last 10 games.
2: That's very uncp like yeah the assists
1: the two two games were seven yeah. though so six and four were the two lower ones yeah. so, so it is it is interesting though that like you know he's still contributing it just does it's not as it's not as grand and yeah. it's not as flashy and visually like oh my god that we've seen from the point god you well, know and, what i
3: mean and again this is another one of those with so with kd out before that when book was out those kind of things I think it became more obvious visually that he isn't that guy, you know, like that he wasn't the Chris Paul of old in those moments because we got a little spoiled in the first Mm -hmm. two years he was here. He'd take over those games automatically offensively and, and it was very obvious, but you know, he still got something in the tank. It's just not to the level that we saw in years one and two But now that KD's here,
1: he doesn't have to have all that. Yeah, which is great. That's the whole goal. We talked about in preseason. That was the whole goal, right? Take a little bit of the pressure and the load off of Chris Paul's Chris Paul's shoulders. And (laughs) you
2: just see Mike said Mike Robin in the chat said, I've been listening to this podcast for the past couple of weeks while driving. I've pictured Esposito way different in my head. (laughs) Now I want to know
3: how he pictures. Yes.
2: Am I like?
3: Am I like six, seven, super skinny, and like uh, just not this way? <laughs> like, not a total nerd? Like, I just need to know. So,
1: all right. We have a super chat from Espo's Burner. Okay. Oh, let God. me read this. My top five favorite sons podcaster Espo, 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 and Espo. Because he spits hot fire, he got the best takes. Lindsay and Saul should appreciate.
2: I really, know, us, us, I really need to know. We do appreciate uspo. I really need to know who this is. It's my wife.
3: I guarantee it's my wife.
2: Check your I don't know. check your bank account right now. Uh,
3: I don't I, I don't share a bank account with my wife, I let I, I, I let it be
2: separate.
1: I honestly don't think it is. Because I feel like I've seen Espo's burner and Tracy in the same chat. You could switch back and forth. Is it easy to switch? Yeah, back very easy it's very easy super to switch. Easy.
2: I don't know if it's easy. I, don't, I have burner YouTube
1: accounts. So. It's not. It, whoa, Plus, have you seen Espo's
2: gadgets? He's got like, got like eight phones. She probably got like six so. herself. <laughs>
1: it's true. Switching I don't you know. It's not
2: easy. me. I mean, I literally could because be you were
1: in talking room. when it you came you through. Really I really would
2: see it though. I really could. <laughs> I also don't think that you would just be dropping money just to give yourself praise i feel like you would just give yourself praise no, no, have see, you, have I you never, talked to this guy I, did you not hear about on would, southwest bias earlier today Brady, like i would, am the game exactly exactly he would just do it he no. wouldn't just put money out there no, see, on
3: this show you guys know me well enough if i if i were really espos burner it would all be self-deprecating like making fun of me no it's opposite
2: what it's, have you ever heard me It's like, bizarro Espo. Oh.
1: Bizarro well, okay. Espo. Okay.
3: If the handle was bizarro Espo, yeah, it would, yeah. It, it would be me pumping myself up. But that's just yeah. not the way this Okay. Works. Well, True. everyone
1: in the chat is also telling me that it's super easy to switch between accounts. So my bad. But Espo's burner did comment again and said, I've never seen me and Tracy in the same room before. So then maybe it is. Oh, and, maybe
3: it is. and, spe- okay. and spelled you spelled Tracy not, the wrong huh. way. Then it, I, I think it is my wife just misspelling <laughs> her own name there.
2: That's. Hey, Tracy. her cousin,
3: too. That's her cousin super
2: watches clever, the show. though. No, Tracy, come clean if it's you, please. Yeah, come on, know. Tracy. You got to at least tell me. Let's be better I than that, be huh? I want to be in on the Let's be better than
1: that. You don't have to tell them. Just tell me so I can be in on the secret. All right. Well, Maybe it's your daughter. a fun one. It might be.
3: It's Frank and jo- Jock messing with you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think Frank is Frank Kaminsky. The Frank that shows up in our chat every once in a um, while.
1: I would love that so it much.
3: Showed up a, like right around the same time. The real Frank Kaminsky followed Gerald and I on Twitter.
1: No, we've had Frank in the chat for a while now. Have we? Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, definitely. All right, I do want to um, talk about the bench, but before we get into that, couple more things I got to tell you guys about our friends over at Four Peaks. You know we love 4P. hanging out at their 4 Peak or their 8th Street pub down in Tempe the PHX crew was out there earlier today we did live shows from we were out, all there. out there today. unfortunately since the Crying game was so dream. late we couldn't have our show out there today but it's always a ton of fun when we get to hang out at the 4 Peaks brewery and some cool news for you guys our PHX Cardinals gentlemen will also be out there for the NFL draft gentlemen. on April 27th <laughs> They're hey, going to be live from Four Peaks 8th Street we will be Pub. Doing Cardinals have the third pick in the draft. It's going to be a big day, and it'll be a lot of fun. So plan to take in the NFL draft at the best place in Tempe, and that is the Four Peaks Pub. Just a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. I
2: don't know how I feel about this. Ooh. Secure Mike D says, Saul D-Book, Espo well K-D., Gerald is DA and Lindsay is CP three. First of all, if you ever told Gerald that he's DA, I'm pretty sure you're gonna fight him. <laughs> and
3: you just you just told Lindsay she's the old one of the group. <laughs> Not cool.
1: I'm on my way out. <laughs> call, I'll maybe, take D book all day I'm literally on my I, way
3: I, out. I that flattered. Was...
2: <laughs> Thank you, sir. I ain't gonna complain about KD, but Scotty. you did Whoa. Lindsay wrong. Yeah, yeah she's I she's,
1: mean, wow. I get what they're saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I am going to pretend that they meant it in a very kind way, in the sense that I'm just leading you No, you're,
2: you're you're just, you're crafty.
1: I'm the leader. You're I
2: think they're
3: just saying you were better the last two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Monty, that's really well, funny, though. Your best work was in the mid-2000s, Lindsay. You better days it behind you. You're oh, lost, man. bro. I'm that's Monty.
2: Yeah. i Monty. Oh, man. (laughs) Emma's Monty. (laughs) Oh my god, I can't wait to tell Gerald that. Oh my god, yes,
3: I can't wait for Emma's uh, inspirational speech. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just go f myself.
1: All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Also, we want to give a shout out to our friends over at Mountain Mike's who brought in pizza for us earlier this week. We love whenever they come by and drop off the goods. It is one of our favorite days of the week because nobody has to pack a lunch. Mountain Mike's just delivers it right to our front door. And if you guys are looking to have a fast but delightful meal, check out Mountain Mike's Pizza. They can bring it to you. You can pick it up. They've got a buffet. I love buffets. And buffets are like a a lost art right? I don't think there's enough buffets in this world I think, anymore. I
2: think COVID killed a lot of the buffets. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm saying. shocked that you would say that.
1: Bro, like, this is a Mount Mike's read, but low-key, Golden Corral was like my childhood. Been, I have a soft spot sure? in a my Hold heart She's for so Golden you need to get Corral. The most no, no, I, I get that. I get that,
2: but <laughs> folks, let me tell you something about Lindsay Smith, okay? We talked about a cruise, and I asked, would you ever go on a cruise, and she said, no. That's a
1: whole nother level of germs. What do you think you're touching to get the food? But a cruise is literally germs from all around the world. <laughs> like breeding she, she's and... germ racist. No. The difference is, is you get them all together. So they all the hang out. And then they just like, they just turn into this crazy super germ. And then beyond that, it wasn't just the germs. It was, do you know how many people go missing off of cruises every oh. single year and never get found? Hold on, did she just say
3: that she's <laughs> cool with Sierra Vista, Golden Corral germs? Yeah, over. But when we bring in any other germs, that's <laughs> hey, when
2: it gets wrong. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> uh, Royal Caribbean? Uh, no. no. How about Golden no, Corral, Sierra no. Vista, off of Fry Road, you motherfuckers. Let's also, go. Also, in
1: addition to Golden Corral, so you may not know this, but KFC has buffets. But they're only in small towns like Sierra Vista. So I grew yeah. up with KFC as a buffet which was so freaking bomb. And when I moved out of Sierra Vista, I was like, let me find a KFC with a buffet. Went to like seven different KFCs and none of them had a buffet. And I was like, what is this? And they're like, no, it's only for little like tiny towns. Yeah,
3: you can can take your KFC buffet and shove it, all right? The Pizza Hut buffet back when we were growing up, Saul, that's where it was at.
2: That's where, all the, that's where all the honeys were. And
3: you get the little, when you're when you're in elementary school, you get the bucket pin and the free pizza. like yeah. right. that's, that's where it's Yo, at. Yo,
2: third grade on the come up. Yeah. Let's go.
1: Anyway, so back to the original yeah. topic at hand Mountain Mike's Pizza. We absolutely love it. And head over to Mountain Mike's Pizza. Better honeys. Or to their Mesa Chandler Ma- or Tucson <laughs> location. That should be the slogan. Let's go. <laughs> and place your next order. Just a reminder though, for real, for real. D- new high hide- new high darts, new diehards. <laughs> new high darts. <laughs> new diehards get a fifty dollar voucher to Mountain Mike's it's upon dog. signing up. <laughs>
2: it's like Nard dogs from uh, Nard Dog from from the uh, office. Okay, um, can I can I can I talk about one thing? Yeah. So somebody earlier tonight, obviously a lot of people upset because um, the ballys or because ESPN had blacked out locally. Uh, the game, at mm-hmm. least on certain platforms, there were some people on Twitter that said they were still getting the game on ESPN. A lot of people upset because they, you know, obviously a lot of people don't get ballies and all this other stuff, right? Um, in our office, we have YouTube TV in addition to Cox. I looked at YouTube TV. It did not have it. And I didn't know why it was blacked out. Um, and I found out through a source that the reason why it was blacked out is because on the February 24th game, which I believe is the OKC game, um, ESPN switched to take that game You're right. Um, and so they schedule these games in advance obviously and what broadcasts they're going to but they have the flexibility a couple times a year to be able to move games around and pick up certain other games because KD was coming back it was his first home game it was supposed to be that night that's the game that they tried to pick up and they picked it up and swapped it out from this game so locally that's why it was blacked out so, you know, I know a lot of people were upset. A lot of people were like tagging Bally's and they were like, oh, you know, fuck Bally's. Well, Bally's had nothing to do with it. It wasn't their decision to do any of this stuff. So I know a lot of people are not fans of Bally's. I get it. Trust me. I've been there. I know. But Literally. this was not really on them. Uh, I actually heard a
3: different story. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. You know, the scene in Anchorman where mm-hmm. they uh, where they all the newsrooms fight. I heard it was like that, and Bally's won. They beat ESPN, uh, (laughs) tried it, involved, and that's how they got it.
1: Well, there you go. That's the information for you. Coming in clutch with all the the behind-the-scenes info.
2: Also, it's 2023. Why are there blackout restrictions ever? Period. That's so dumb.
1: You're telling me. All right, let's talk a little bit about the bench, because obviously one of the bigger conversations over the last couple of games was the bench performance. We didn't quite get that level of performance from them tonight, but it wasn't bad either. It wasn't bad, and it was a much smaller group of guys that we saw out there that came off the bench tonight. Obviously, Campaign led the bench with 11 points tonight. Bismack biombo had six. Uh, Tory Craig had four. TJ Warren had two, and Terrence Ross, unfortunately, had a big old goose egg.
3: Yeah, TNT was left holding their stick tonight. Nothing, uh, nothing happened there. Not a lot yeah. of... Not a lot of explosiveness this evening from our boys there,
1: but campaign again <laughs> five that. of ten oh, had eleven I points. Like, right, it's good like to see it. the they campaign brought it. some energy too. Are well, I guess the question is: Are you worried about how long it'll take the bench to kind of figure itself out no. with Katie back?
2: No, 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 no. I think it, they'll be fine. I think again, it's just a it's a rhythm and flow thing. You you screwed up the rhythm again today by bringing Katie in like. And you had to do it. You, you're going to have to figure this out the last seven games of the season. So I, I'm cool with it. I think I think TNT will figure it out. Um, campaign, loved his energy. Again, I thought he had a big three that kind of like stemmed the tide a little bit for the Suns in the corner. It was one of those, no, 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 yeah, good shot kind of shots. Um, and then he hit some ridiculous layups. Yeah, I was just like, wow, this is fantastic. So, um, again, energy guy. He's got to come with that every single night. And I thought he did a good job.
3: I, I like Tory Craig tonight. Shifted yes. back to
2: the bench. Yes.
3: Played 23 minutes. And sure, he only had 4 points and 5 rebounds, but solid defense. Hit the you know, hit the the jumper when he had when he had it the open look. That's the Tory Craig that we that we like and his 23 minutes will come down as KD's minute restrictions kind of disappear. He as KD plays more than 29, Tory Craig will play less, but I like him in, back in that bench role. I think he's going to be mm-hmm. a big contributor there in this run.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, a couple things from the chat. Um, Sage, where did your comment just go? Do you see it, Emma? It was, yeah. Sade, sorry, Sade, sorry. Uh, they asked, why was Kat mocking Mikhail? Did you see the yeah. the terrible take at the three-point celebration, but with four yeah. fingers? Yeah.
3: Because he can't count, apparently. Uh, and then he, this is the same guy that, remember, last year did the too small. I think it was to, K, or to DA in that game. And then the Suns proceeded to go on a giant run and kick the Timberwolves' ass. Mm-hmm. I don't think he really understands the uh, the whole taunting the other team real well. So.
1: Yeah, that one kind of threw me for a loop because I was like, that was sort of Mikel's thing for starters. And then, two, you kind of did it wrong. It, is um, he like, ha ha, you traded Mikhail for Kevin Durant? Like, what's
3: what's the troll? I don't get it. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I didn't get it at all.
1: And then Jay in the chat said that he watched the game on TikTok live, but the dude streaming it kept threatening everyone. He would turn it off if we didn't like the video. Ooh. Wow. I'm not going to let Gerald come on this show and tell you what's happening from the Footprint Center if you don't like the video. Yeah, I, I like this. thank so, oh, you People for likes. All right. I'm well, now going to hold Gerald hostage damn. from all of you if you don't like this video. Yeah,
2: so hit that thumbs up. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, Chelsea will ruin right. your day.
3: He's That's been right. waiting there for 10 minutes already. He has. Um, he's, no, stuck. I
2: wish. <laughs> he's stuck in the other part of the Transformation Center.
1: He is. <laughs> Gerald will be joining us here shortly, you guys, from the uh, Footprint Center, and he's got updates from Kevin Durant. He talked to DA. He talked to Book as well. I think he's just about wrapping up, so he should be joining us here in just a few minutes, but we have way more uh, friends watching this show than we do have friends who have liked this show, so... Hit that thumbs, up y'all. Uh, how Hit sad that thumbs is, up, y'all.
3: How sad is it that Lindsay's stuck on the other end of the transformation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they, they transform into this beautiful butterfly now, uh, and she never got out. Like and then she <laughs> found herself with us. I mean, that's just I'm sorry, Lindsay.
1: Wow. <laughs> how <are> the turntables <laughs> <laughs> I have a different
2: I take but yeah i
3: kind of do
1: too but you know <laughs> we, we i'm, I'm actually loki happy to be out <laughs> of the transformation that's, that's what i
2: thought but you know Espo wants to self-deprecate awesome. us awesome. as an entire know. fucking company so you know whatever I, you know
3: I, I would have taken being stuck in the transformation center and getting that twenty thousand uh, dollar bonus i would have complained about that yeah, she
2: would have had to <laughs> wait two years <laughs> and starve herself oh, to death i was
1: like i got a twenty thousand dollar bonus <laughs> no, the you're bonus. talking about when the new ownership came in i see i see yeah, no. All right. Well, it's called stalling. That's it what I was trying to do. Well, I'm, I was just going to tell you guys <laughs> Gerald has ignored me when I asked him for an ETA, but I know he's almost done because he's already talked to all the guys that I knew he was going to talk to tonight. So he'll be here within probably three to five minutes, is what mm. I would guesstimate.
3: Sergio what do you guys say- think?
1: The over on four minutes. Uh,
3: I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the under. I think he's here You take the half. under. Uh, Sergio says, "I will not like this video unless you read my comment. You better there go you like go. the video now. You Sergio. better like there it, Sergio. You
1: there you go. Also, don't turn this peck around on us. You can't hold us hostage while we're holding you hostage. That's not fair. Okay, we got another super chat from RV Davy. Thank you. Said great video, guys. Let's, uh, let's us do a shot of greatness.
3: It's, it's, yes, it's, you can yes. do a shot. Go ahead. You have our approval. Eldon <laughs> says Espo is
1: the cat of this podcast, awkwardly trolling attempts.
3: Hundred percent true.
1: 100% <laughs> Lindsay, I'm taking the over. You're taking the over. Yeah. So are you taking the over on four? Yeah. Or under. You Let me s- take over. You said it at 10:24 p.m. 10:24. So we're at PM? one minute. Okay.
0: Yep.
2: One
3: minute. Oh this is this is thrilling just sitting here guessing oh, yeah. Gerald yeah, it's do. fine so so yeah. let's
1: do one of those while we wait for Gerald random topics of conversation does random. anybody have one off the top of their head Emma do you have a producer's surprise um give me two seconds and I can find one okay, okay.
3: well Derek- I ha- I have a list of things so I just need to go through it uh, Derek okay. says Gerald busy doing a TV
1: review <laughs> Dude, taking shots at G-rated? Come on!
2: <laughs>
1: Thanks, I Appreciate you. Uh, oh,
2: here's here's something that I I I heard uh, from damn who the hell told? Oh, from Max, our our sales guy. This is a Ted Lasso ism. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what do you get if your name is Mike Luke, and you're a defensive coordinator, and you eat candy and sandwiches?
1: I don't watch Ted Lasso's I'm uh, yeah, gonna Yeah, you won't get you won't get this. You, get
2: this. you well, already, I already got it know, yesterday. So Do you know man. what it is, Emma?
1: Wait, can you I I was, I wasn't, I wasn't is it your
2: Mike Luke uh-huh. eat, uh, as a defensive coordinator and you like to eat candy and sandwiches. Or you're eating candy and sandwiches at the moment. Uh-huh. So you're you're Mike, Mike, talking to the Mike, eating Ike and Mike's and Ike's sandwiches
1: hated yeah, that it's um too much. it's a little too much i have a joke go ahead <laughs> a joke yeah okay and <laughs> what did the what is it uh what did the frog say when he ripped the paper when he ripped the paper yeah ribbit i was like is that
2: okay it? all right <laughs> uh somebody <laughs> in the <laughs> chat all.
3: wanted to know i have nothing
2: uh, we'll just take questions how about that yeah,
3: well there's one in the chat <laughs> here somebody asking <laughs> if uh If we think the Suns will go after Cam Johnson in the offseason. The answer is no. They have exactly zero cap space, basically, to work with. They have the mid-level exception, which is not going to be enough money to get you Cam Johnson. So you're going to have to get creative in trades and uh, veteran guys that are willing to take less to try to win a championship.
2: Yeah.
1: So I I finally got a response from Gerald. He's setting up now, so it's definitely going to be the over, y'all. Yeah, it's it is. It's going to take him a few minutes to set Told up, you. I'll be honest. But stick around, because Gerald's going to be here. He's already on his way. So should I spoil some of Gerald's things, or should we? Oh, wait, yeah. we do have one more super chat. Uh, Espo's burner again. Oh, Espo, really? will you bring ignorance and basketball on?
3: I don't understand what that means.
1: Is it like a play on love at basketball? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I bring and ignorance
3: and basketball on every show. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> what about this one from Sloth? Any chance we retain Josh Okogie this offseason?
3: Yes. Because since he's your own guy, you, you, can go can, you can go over. So I think they definitely will try to keep him.
1: I suppose Bernard said he's a son's YouTuber. Oh. Well, maybe. maybe. I don't know who that is. Yeah. We'll look it up. Absolutely. There's a that, lot of YouTubers. That's definitely not my wife.
2: Then. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs>
1: gave it away. There's he a gave lot. It away.
2: There's a lot of YouTubers and, um, you know, people that have started podcasts and stuff like that. Um, there is a couple that we brought on a couple weeks ago. You guys probably already know them. Suns Jam Session. Uh, we brought on Kellen for, for Valley Voices. We got a couple more in the bag, hopefully, coming up, uh, especially if the Suns clinch a top four seed or at least a top six seed and don't have to do the play-in. Then we're going to have a week of content that we're just going to try and fill. So uh, we're going to bring some Valley voices in here and and talk about their perspective. Can I?
1: uh, They're getting a lot of praise in the chat. So we'll check them out for sure. Uh, I want to give a shout
3: out to uh, Sons Worldwide on IG, young, young podcaster Mm -hmm. or young uh, Instagrammer, uh, TikToker that talks Sons, had Terrence Ross on over the weekend on a live a great interview uh he and i have kind of struck up a little bit of a friendship he's uh, you know uh new in the business and he posted a picture today of his car and it happens to be the same exact car same exact color that i drove in high school and it freaking tripped me out a 96 <laughs> mustang uh, dark green and i was like how the hell does this guy have the same exact car that I had? I'm wondering if, as Lindsay put it, is there some tear in the fabric of the universe that I'm interacting with you drove that a in younger school? version of me? Uh, college, beginning, tail end of high school, beginning of college. Right? Oh, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: I could see that. Honestly, myself. I could see it. What's Lindsay, up, Bemo? You got something? I did get something. Real quick, though. We do have a super <sighs> chat from Renee RJ, and they said, we are going five and six the rest of the season and playing Golden State the first round. Taking out the defending champs to make a statement.
2: I think we're going to win five or six. Five of six. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I just read it. As no, it I know. I, mean, I, had, I didn't have a chance. There's to not read 11 of games time.
2: left. So I was like, wait a minute. Yes, there's make...
1: only what? This was seven games left I from today. Six now. So now yeah. six.
2: Yeah. What you got, Emma?
1: What do you do Thank for... you for your super chat. <laughs> what do you do for work? Wrong answers only.
2: What do you do for work? Wrong answers only. Yeah. Yell into the void.
1: <laughs> well, Therapy. you actually—you kind of. I'm a therapist. Yes, I'm a therapist. Yes,
2: <laughs> I'm a I'm a four one one operator. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know.
1: Hmm. Guys, guess what? It's almost time. I'm ready. Are you okay, ready? Yeah. Well, well, okay. You you don't want to gatekeep anymore? No. Okay. Bye.
2: In the darkness, beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome to
1: Hi, Gerald. Uh oh. Hold on. Uh,
2: all that waiting uh, and we got no sound.
1: Gerald. Oh,
0: can you hear hey, me? There, there you go,
2: buddy.
1: It's
0: ignorance and technology. <laughs> Literally didn't change anything. <laughs>
3: Emma changed. It. Yeah, Emma changed everything. You don't need to tell people, <laughs> Gerald. What'd you hear from Moni?
2: Damn, Emma's asking the questions. She <laughs> sure, already right knew now. the I question like before before uh, Lindsay could even ask it. <laughs> Gerald, yeah, what'd you um, hear from Monty? Yeah, God damn it! answered the
0: question. <laughs> I'm trying to speak. There's a delay. Shit. Hold on. <laughs> uh, um. So obviously the big question was about kevin durant and how he looked how he looked a little rusty looked off tonight um and everybody was kind of on the same page they felt like it was a random weird off night for him maybe a little bit of rough but honestly it just looked like he was a little too overexcited a little too anxious to get out there after having to wait another three weeks to make his home debut uh kd was saying he had trouble you know getting his sleep in and getting his his uh, game day nap in today he just couldn't stop thinking about the game and He said, sometimes I can get in my own way with overthinking and uh, sometimes you just want it too bad. He was trying to rush some of those shots and make up for some of the ones he missed. Um, You know, you could see it on the sidelines. He was visibly frustrated with the shots he was missing. And, um, you know, Devin Booker was asked if anybody said anything to him and Book was like, what are you going to tell that guy? (laughs) Like, he'll be fine. He's going to get it together. Um, So it was just one of those things where now that I think it's out of the way and they were able to pull out. A win, an ugly win, but still a win in a close game. Um, I think Friday might look a lot different.
1: Yeah, I think that was the biggest thing is we we all kind of felt like, and obviously he did admit it post-game, that Kevin Durant just seemed like he was a little anxious out there. But like anxious in a good way, right? Not a bad way, just really excited to finally – be playing in su- in front of the Suns fan base and maybe just got in his head a little bit about it. He's human. It happens. But why did
0: he take it out in his shoes? <laughs> <laughs> so so he was asked why he changed his shoes, uh, whether there was a specific reason he changed his shoes at halftime. He said, yeah, because I was one for eight. So uh, these guys are very cognizant of it. what they're shooting when they're <laughs> wearing certain shoes. So he just needed a change of rhythm. And he said, I was able to hit a couple more shots in the second half. So it worked a little bit.
3: How do you think Nike feels, though, that he's blaming the shoes that have his own name on it? Like, come on, KD, it's not Knife, the shoes. He still puts
2: KDS on. I know, but he's like the
1: different colorway. It's the colorway. Yeah, way
2: it's
3: thing. just a different color. Yeah. It's not maybe, the Nikes. Uh, maybe
1: the other ones were worked in a little bit more than the first one. So. I
3: say this, and yet I'm so superstitious. I haven't worn the hat I wore. The night that Katie turned his ankle, it's the only time I've ever worn the hat. So.
2: But you wore those pants. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I got four mm. different pairs of these
3: mm-hmm. pants. He's got
1: like 82
0: hats.
2: Oh. So, anyway, uh, Gerald, your interpretation of Monty's rotations tonight looked like things kind of got a little truncated, like things tightened up a little bit. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, just, just your overall perception of that. And did Monty say anything about that?
0: Not really. And honestly, leading up to this game, he was kind of leaving breadcrumbs to leave the door open for different rotations for a longer rotation. Um, you know, it was just at practice on Tuesday when he was joking, like I tr- I told you guys I was trying to get it down to nine and a half the other night against Utah. I played 18 different guys. So um, I'm, I am kind of surprised he kept it to 10 guys tonight. I think that might be. What we see moving forward, um, and it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to see these same combinations because I do think he's trying to keep it nine and a half, ten, but he's going to experiment, mix and match a little bit, see who works with Durant when they stagger those lineups and see who doesn't. Um, you know, before the game, he mentioned TJ Warren was a guy who impressed him when Kevin Durant was out. That was one of the biggest things they took away from the last 10 games without KD that he can contribute. Um, But he also mentioned, you know, Ish is a guy that you can leave him on the bench for two to three games and then throw him out there and he'll be able to defend and hopefully hit a couple of shots. So it does seem like this is going to be one of those situations where Monty is going to experiment, continue to experiment, and maybe come playoff time, it it could be a matchup-based, series-based thing uh, that could even change on a game-to-game basis, I'm not sure yet, but... Uh, we'll get a better idea, but there's only six regular season games left, and I think he's going to use those to try a couple of different things.
1: So the game on Monday – today's Wednesday, right? The game <laughs> on Monday, of course. So we got Biz MacBiombo ahead of Jock yeah. Landell. He got the nod in that game. He got the nod again tonight. Do you think there's... tonight was another potential matchup thing for Biz getting the nod ahead of Jock, or do you think maybe Biz has won those those minutes?
0: I think for now he might have won the minutes, but I do think Nas Reed is a guy that you need beyond ability to defend out on the perimeter. Some of his athleticism, his quickness, and his shot blocking ability. And uh, I know people are high on the KD-Jock Landale connection because it was really good. And and Jock has been playing some of his best basketball over the last month or so. Um, But I do think in this case, they needed Busy's particular skill set for this matchup and for the last one. And to his credit, Busy has played well. So it is one of those tweaks that Monty has made that has worked out so far. Um, and I do think it's something that he could change his mind about and, and alter based on the matchup. Because we did see Landale play really well alongside Durant and just in general over the last couple of weeks.
2: What, wait, wait, what's that? Did you say somebody was playing well and Monty took them out? <laughs> Is, oh, that, is that busy, what I?
0: Busy, <laughs> busy played
1: well too. Don't do that. Don't you do it. I was <laughs> like, please don't set me up for failure. Oh, oh, oh. I swear. Mr. Freeze.
3: Mr. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Freeze. We need a theme song for Mr. Freeze.
2: Uh, hey, oh, hey, there's the Mr. Freeze. Yeah, he is. There's Jock behind
3: him. <laughs> 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 All bundled up. Can't get too cold. Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> how much. How much do the guys talk about uh, defense being important? They talk about it all
2: the
0: time. There. Both.
3: Hey, how you doing?
0: <laughs> what um, no, they, they did. Obviously, like Monty said when he was asked what was the first thing as far as how they were able to turn things around and win this game against the Minnesota team that's been pretty good lately. He went to the defense, the fact that they didn't give up any 30-point quarters, uh, which is something we've seen them do in recent weeks. Um, And Chris Paul was saying in the locker room, just having Kevin Durant's length out there, even though they still have some things to iron out in terms of schemes, rotations, communication, all that stuff, like just having another seven footer with his his wingspan really clogs things up. Um, So they were they were pretty high on the defense. And this is something that I think has flown under the radar. The Suns have been top 10 in defensive rating for pretty much the entire season, despite all the guys that they've had in and out of the lineup, despite, you know, the trade and not having Durant for weeks. Um, and I know that we can be hard on Monty and his rotations at times, but it is really tough to do that when you have such just instability in your lineups. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, I do think tonight was a good example of that. And this is a tough Timberwolves team that has two seven footers in the front court. That's a tough matchup for most teams. Uh, but the way that they were able to trap Carl Anthony Towns and rotate out of those traps was pretty impressive. They held him to, what was it? I think five or seven points in the second half after he went off in that first half. So a lot of what they were doing defensively worked tonight.
1: So Tory Craig, obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, Tory Craig coming off the bench. We know we love him in that role, seems to thrive mm. in that role. But you wrote at GoPH Next today that Monty had said recently he might tinker with the starting lineup in the sense of maybe plugging Tori Craig back into that unit, moving Josh Okogi to the second unit. How do you kind of feel about that? Do you feel like Torrey Craig is better suited where he is now coming off the bench than in the starting lineup?
0: So I I think Torrey Craig is better suited for the bench role. I think we saw tonight what he's able to do in that role, crashing the offensive glass and not having to worry about, um, you know, taking heavy minutes and taking the best defensive assignment. You know, obviously he spent a lot of time on Towns tonight and did a really good job on him, but he wasn't logging, you know, 35 plus minutes as a starter he was able to come in and inject that energy off the bench and I think Josh already does that with the starting unit so as much as Monty kind of left the door open saying like I have an open mind like the fifth starting spot is not like ironed down by any means um, and then alluded to the fact that Tory Craig has been able to defend a lot of the same matchups as a Kogi I do think for now they're going to stick with a Kogi and um, it would probably surprise me a little bit if they made a change it would take something like a Kogi shooting really poorly Or not being able to have an impact for that change to happen, I think.
2: Catch. So earlier tonight, are you guys good with your questions? Yeah. Okay. So earlier tonight, uh, one of our people in the chat. Our valley sickos. Yeah, our valley sickos. uh, They uh, compared us to the Suns. Do you want to know which player you are? Yeah, I'll start with us first. Okay. 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 Uh, Okay. Lindsay is CP three. Because
1: I'm past my prime.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm D. We checked the expiration. Date. I'm I'm D. Book. Uh, this okay. is this is KD.
0: Okay, Do you know who you are. Am I DA? Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am very curious why I'm D. A. Somebody
2: said it's because because just like just like uh, D. A. Soft and loves animals.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. I don't. Soft they now. didn't say that, yeah. did they? Somebody just said it earlier in the chat. Yeah. No, not in I that. That's fire not fire. how I read it, though.
2: Yeah, yeah oh, Derek Kravitz wow. said, well, DA mean. of the group isn't bad. Nice, well meaning soft touches, loves all
1: animals. Oh, it's soft, soft touch. touches. Oh, Soft yeah, touches. You made it seem like you called him soft my and that's bad. not like the said. Oh, I
2: mean,
1: Gerald is a gentle soul, okay? Oh, okay, but calling buddy. somebody soft and saying hey. they have a soft touch is different things. I didn't I things. Did dunk
2: on him and say he was soft for crying out loud. You tried to. I did not try to dunk
3: on him. Gerald's in the lab working. Ain't nothing and soft about gerald
0: uh, <laughs> my bad gerald
2: i misquoted my bad
0: it's all good da is a great family guy he loves his life he's a happy person i will i'll take that
1: yeah it's, he gets paid hey, a lot of dollars you
2: know how they really would have felt about you if they called you landry Shamit? oh that would have been rude but i love landry too, so i'm not gonna i'm not I mean, even gonna I'm so go there about
1: mine i don't blame oh them. yeah
2: and emma is monty
0: <laughs> emma's monty
1: yeah okay
3: to to okay. be fair, somebody later on said I'm the Alfred Payton of the group, so don't feel too bad. Yeah, that. yeah.
0: <laughs> Monty said you can never have too many Alfred Payton. That's coming. right. <laughs> okay, I would beg to differ. <laughs> I don't
3: believe anybody has an Alfred Payton on their team this year. So,
1: yeah. uh, Gerald, what are you going to be writing about over at GoPHNX.com? com?
0: Five observations from this game. There was a lot of interesting stuff that was said after the game that we don't have enough time to cover here. But um, I I think it was a fun environment. KD was saying, obviously, it was really cool to be on the floor and be a part of a close game in front of this crowd. Um, He didn't shoot the ball the way that he wanted to. And he said he was trying not to bask too much in the environment and focus on the game. But um, this was a really cool night. It was a cool environment. And... Even if Durant really shot the ball poorly, there's there's a lot of good stuff to take from this game. Like the last play uh, where Chris Paul found D. A. for that alley oop, and KD was spaced in the corner. Like there are just little things from this game that I think were really fun and and hint at what's to come, especially when Durant starts hitting some of those shots that we normally see him.
1: Awesome. Looking forward to reading that. Make sure you guys check out all of Gerald's content over at GoPHNicks.com. It is available to everyone, but if you become a diehard, you you get access to Gerald's diehard newsletter, and it's only for diehards. In addition to that, you also get a free shirt upon signing up. You get discounts on merch. You get discounts on events. You get access to our Discord, which... It's probably one of my favorite parts of it. Like, I'll be honest with you. I don't probably contribute to the Discord as much as I watch and laugh. But it's a very fun platform where I can go in and just giggle at what everyone is saying and all the jokes that pop off in there.
3: It's great being a high guard. It It is. There's nothing like it.
1: There's nothing like it. So you guys should consider becoming one. Today, you can find out all the information at gophnext.com. In
2: addition, you can get Gerald's uh, newsletter that comes out.
1: I said that.
2: Oh my bad. She did. <laughs> my bad. I thought she said articles. I That's like, my I bad. Swear, I t- said that to you. And then there's also articles. My to bad. The newsletter. My bad. Discounts on tickets. You hey,
3: said that. Guess too? what? Okay. You can get Gerald's articles okay. in email. You can get Jericho's <laughs> yeah, yeah. right
1: to your email. Jericho's y'all. It's worth it. I promise you. Okay. Thank you all for joining us. <sighs> we appreciate you all. Until we see you tomorrow, which is happening at three p.m. Our show is. Going to be at 3 p.m. tomorrow. We're gonna to have a special <laughs> guest in the house. Yeah. So it's make Jock. sure you, you come join say us. It. I always feel I always feel weird. Why? I don't if know. Jock doesn't show J- up,
2: it's on it's on him. Jock lands. What, always, some like, special like, what food. happens if
1: something yeah? You know? Jock
2: is committed to being here and he's gonna be here. And if he doesn't, eh. if
1: Jock's not here, you
2: get me. If not, you don't have me, and that's fine tomorrow.
1: Yeah, but plan to come hang out with us. Three yeah. PM. Right here on our YouTube channel. If you can't join us live, you can always find try, us wherever you listen gonna to your We're going to try podcast.
2: Australian food tomorrow.
1: It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. Can't wait to okay. shove
2: Gerald's mouth with Vegemite.
1: Ew, gross.
2: Pause. <laughs> what, what? What is there to pause on that?
1: I knew somebody was going to say it. Okay, you can follow the show on Twitter (laughs) at phnx (laughs) underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore bookman. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home.
3: As Emma always says, well done, better than well said. Hoy,
2: my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro, Megas in control, and he ain't never gonna let go. PH
1: X, though, Lindsay Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we hit to turn up the tempo. Got the no one. To-